You are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 123. Welcome to the Yoga Boss podcast. Do you feel like you were meant to have a successful career in the yoga industry? Like you got into this industry to truly help your students, but you're struggling to actually make money? Or you know that marketing your business is essential, but don't know how to make it intentional and effective for you. Maybe you have already had some success, but you're ready to scale to multiple six figures. Building a profitable yoga business is less complicated and easier than you know. It takes business strategy and a yoga boss mindset. When you are ready to work on your business instead of in it, this is the podcast for you. Now your host, Jackie Murphy, the business coach just for yoga teachers. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Yoga Boss. How are you doing? I hope you've had a fabulous week in business. I am currently in Denver, Colorado, recording this podcast for you guys from a hotel room. It is my sister's wedding week. She lives out here in Denver, which is so fun to be out here visiting and celebrating with her. And at the same time, I am just so honored to still be able to serve you guys and show up for this podcast week after week. So that's a little life update. I'm I'm off celebrating my sister's wedding right now. How fun. The Profitable Yoga Boss group, the May group, just started. We just had our first call. And in this first call, we already started to define and clear up our offers, our price, our niche, all of that, and differentiate between marketing and what your offer is and really how to show up like a leader in your business and in your communities. Now, if you are listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, I missed the deadline. I should have joined. Don't fear, my friends. The next Yoga Boss group will open for enrollment this fall. So you can head over to ProfitableYogaBoss.com and join the waitlist for that group. And when you join the waitlist, you get kind of an insider look at what it is that happens inside the group. You'll get some emails about the coaching that we do and the topics that we cover, and you'll be the first to know when the group opens. So go ahead and join the waitlist and the group will open this fall. Let's talk about... When people say no to your offer, I know that this podcast is going to help so many people. And I wanted to do this specific podcast because I scrolled back through the episodes of Yoga Boss and I've I've covered selling and I've covered getting no's in your business and I've talked about it a lot, but I don't think I've ever talked about it this specifically in this way. So this will be kind of a new thing that I think you can use and will help you understand what is happening when people are saying no and what to do to have more people convert to a paid student in your business. And I want to be really clear that People saying no to your offer is not a problem. It will happen throughout the lifetime of your business. You will have a thousand people say no and 200 people say yes and be able to make multiple six figures or more seven figures, however much money you want to make in your business. So it's not that we want to create a business where no one ever says no that's not it at all. The problem happens when people say no to your offer 
and you start to make it mean something about your ability to succeed or you start to make it mean something about your offer, like you have the wrong price or you have the wrong niche or maybe you should change the length of your offer or you should change the way you work with people, do groups instead of one-to-ones. That is where all the problems come in and that is what I wanna help solve for you today so that you can avoid getting stuck in kind of that storm of drama. When you have people say no and you start to make it mean something about you or your future ability to succeed or something about your offer, you will go into a never-ending cycle of indecision, of doubting the decisions that you're making, of redeciding your price, your niche, your offer, your container again and again and again and again so much so that you yourself will start to doubt what it is that you're delivering. And when you doubt what you're delivering, it's incredibly hard to get anyone to say yes. All right. Just want to really hammer that home. Let's talk about what this looks like. You have someone interested, let's say, in your membership and you talk to them and you talk to them on a Tuesday at 1 p.m. And they say, you know, I really love the intro offer and you tell them all about your membership and you tell them how to sign up and why it's so amazing. And they say, no, that it's not a problem. What happens is that they say no, and then you hang up the phone or you're not talking to this person anymore. And then you spend the next two hours doubting the price of your membership and scrolling and looking up every single local studio. I'm laughing because I've done this. Looking up every single local studio's pricing structure and comparing yourself to their pricing structure and thinking that you need to change your price or you need to offer some sort of discount to get people to sign up. And then you've wasted your entire afternoon doing that instead of marketing your current offer, having more conversations with more people about your offer and selling your offer the way it is now. Okay. So that could be one example for a studio owner. It could be the same thing that if you have a retreat business or you're selling private yoga, however your your business is set up, the same thing can happen where you get a no, the no freaks you out. The freak freak out takes you into comparison, despair, confusion, indecision, doubt, and then all of your time is spent there in your business instead of where you feel like a leader and you're selling and you're marketing and you're delivering in your business. Now, the solution to this problem, like I said, is not to never hear a no. The solution to this problem is that you have to know and see the value of your offer so clearly because if you don't know the value of your offer, if you can't see it, there is absolutely no way you can show it to other people. And that is what determines if people say yes or no. So let's talk about this more in detail. There's like three steps to what has to happen in order for you to get less no's in your business and also be less dramatic around the no's that you do get in your business. The first step is what I just said. You have to know and see the value of your offer. Now, most of you can tap into the experiences that you've had personally through yoga that have transformed your life. You can remember 
the version of you before you found yoga, before you found meditation, before you found wellness, before you were taking care of your mental health, and think about the version of you after, the version of you that has started practicing yoga or taken teacher training, and you can really see the difference And you can understand your own transformation of what you've gone through. And you can kind of sit in, like drop into your heart and feel the value of what it is that you're offering to the world because you've experienced it already. That's the first step. And if you're listening to this and you're like, "Mm, I don't really know if I know the value of my offer. I want you to do exactly that. Like close your eyes, tap into your heart space, and just spend some time thinking about what has changed, what you've learned, who you've become, what you've experienced because you found the practice of yoga. And I want you to let yourself soak in that gratitude and appreciation for what you've been able to experience. And then I want you to just be able to intellectually think about that. You know, what's the value of creating a yoga practice? You can just intellectually and logically think about that and say, you know, if I am stronger in my core, I probably will experience less injury. If I'm more flexible as I age, I probably will have a more endurable experience, you can also intellectually think about it. So there's two ways to tap into the value of your offer in your heart space and also in your brain and do both based on what's going to serve you right now in your business. The next step to having more people convert to your offer, less people say no, more people say yes, is you have to be able to explain that value well to someone else. And this is where your work is as the salesperson in your business. This is what selling is. It's explaining the value of your offer in a way that's clear and understandable for the person listening. And this isn't as natural as you may think. For some people, it may come super naturally. But for most yoga teachers that I work with, this isn't as natural as you think because we just assume that everyone else understands how amazing yoga is. But you didn't know how amazing yoga was until you experienced it, until you went through that transformation yourself. I want you to think about it as if you have never in your entire life tried ice cream and someone was talking to you And they were trying to explain to you what the experience of eating ice cream would be like. And they were trying to explain to you how delicious it was and how many, there's so many different flavors and all the amazing ways that you can go get ice cream or have ice cream and the experience that goes with it. But you have no understanding of what they're talking about. You've never tasted it. You don't know if it's good. You don't know if you're going to like it. You don't know if it's going to be too cold for you. You don't even really understand what it feels like in your mouth. It's like you're an alien having someone else describe to you what ice cream is. It takes the other person describing it so well and so clearly for you to say, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try that thing that I don't fully understand. That is what you're doing in your business. So I want you to think of your students 
as if they were alien to the idea of yoga, where you have to describe it and explain it so clearly that they can imagine what the experience will be like for themselves and really fully understand what that will be like. You have to paint the vision for them. That's your responsibility as a salesperson. The other way I was thinking about this for this podcast is like the experience of going through heartbreak for the first time. If you've had that experience in your life, I think you can understand that before you experience heartbreak and after you experience heartbreak, it's almost like it's two different worlds. And after you experience true heartbreak, it's like the world is different in your eyes and things have changed and you might have more empathy and compassion for the other humans on the planet. You can't understand it until you go through it. The other thing that I can relate this to, and it will make sense for those of you who have kids, is becoming a mom. You can can have an idea of what it's like to be a mom and what you think it'll be like and what people tell you, but then the experience of actually doing it, at least in my opinion, has been like eye-opening and wildly different than what I expected in good ways and in bad ways. And now that I'm on the other side and I am a mom, I it's like I feel like a part of this club that knows what it's like to be a parent. That's what it's like when you're selling. You are already a part of the club, quote unquote, that knows what it like, knows what it is like to experience yoga. The person that you're selling to probably isn't a part of that club yet. So you have to explain to them in the very best way possible what that experience is like to entice them to want to pay for yoga, to want to say yes and want to sign up. So in order to do that, when you're in a sales conversation and you're explaining to someone what will happen once they experience yoga and what they'll go through and the transformations will happen and you're walking them through and they say no, instead of taking it personally and being like, oh, they think they think my offer's too much or they don't want this or going down the rabbit hole of drama, you just be like, oh, they're still confused. They still haven't fully understood what the experience of yoga will be like because if they fully understood How could they not want this? That's where I want you to be in your sales conversations. You have to, the third step in getting less people to say no, more people to say yes, you have to establish the trust. If you're talking to someone who's never experienced what it is that you're offering and you are trying to explain to them what the experience will be like in a way that's so compelling that they want to buy the third component of is, of this is they have to trust you. You're not going to try ice cream for the first time from someone you don't trust. From someone you're like, this person might be kind of shady or I'm not really sure what they're talking about or I'm not really sure if I believe them. So that's your job as well, to establish a relationship and a connection where they can trust you enough to take the leap based on the vision that you've painted, based on the explanation you've given them and say, you know what? I can't fully understand this until I go for it, but I'm going to trust her enough 
to go for it and then see what happens. When you do this, when you focus in your sales conversations on understanding the offer of your, understanding the value of your offer, explaining that value really clearly to the person you're talking to and establishing trust so they can take the leap, so they can try it, then you will convert more people in your business to your paid offer. And you'll also experience less drama along the way because you won't ever doubt the value of what you're doing. So you won't ever need to spend time in indecision, changing your offer or redirecting your offer or altering your price, etc. Instead, you'll just know that inherently and all you'll practice and all you'll spend your time doing is getting really good at explaining what their experience will be like, what the impact will be like. You'll get really good at explaining what ice cream tastes like, essentially. You'll get really good at explaining what yoga is to other people, what you offer, the version of yoga that you offer. And when you can explain it really clearly and you've established the trust with the person in front of you, your conversion rate will go up. It's not personal when someone says no. And we've talked about this before. And when someone says no, you want to ask yourself, where was I unclear? Where did I not help them understand what it is that I'm delivering? Could I have said it in a different way? Did I need to elaborate on something more? Did I need to spend more time helping them see what it would be like? When you ask yourself those questions, your selling improves instead of the drama. You'll start to get better at selling and less dramatic about the no. All right, my friends, I hope this is helpful for you. Go use it in your business. Think about how you would explain yoga to an alien that popped down to our planet who never tried it, who didn't know what it was. How would you explain it to them? What would you say? How would you tell them that it's worth their time, their money? And how would you help them understand what that experience would be like? And then use that in your selling for your students. Have a fabulous week. Again, you can head over to ProfitableYogaBoss.com to get on the wait list for the next group that's opening. And you can also head over to JackieGMurphy.com and get the Profitable Yoga Business free course in your inbox. It's an email free course on how to build a profitable yoga business. Just head over to my website and hit new clients start here. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye, y'all.